Hey, this is Serge in general. You're listening to VS Podcast. Hey, what's going on, amigos de Pancho Villa's Army? Aquí su Sargento with the 2020 first podcast of the year. Um, it's going to be a fun, exciting podcast because just like our first podcast, just to kick it off, you know, we're going to go ahead and bring in um, Serge, our founder, uh, El Metal Metal here, calling us directly from Austin, Texas. And, and we're just going to have a good conversation, man. We're just going to talk about what's what happened in 2019, go back through memory lane, and then talk about 2020. What do we have in store for us? Uh, what are some exciting news? What are some rumors? Try to talk those a little bit, kind of see if they're going to come true or not. Um, and then, you know, any final things that we want to discuss, whether it's anything regarding VS Podcast, uh, La Selección, maybe our wish or, you know, kind of like what we wish could happen in 2020 and our predictions. It, who knows where this is going to lead us. But let's go ahead and introduce our guest today. Give it up for Serge. Serge, what's going on? Hey, what's up, brother? Talking about memory lane. I guess I'm the first one this year, but not the first one last year. Huh? <laughs> you don't, you don't forget, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, hurt deeply, man. It hurt me deeply. Oh man, but you know what? It was a te- I'll just you know to give myself, um, you know, to to, to, to kind of get save my it was a safe face here. Uh, it was a practice one, and it worked out. So then I'm like, you know what? We're gonna give it a shot. So this year I decided, you know what? I'm gonna redeem myself and get you first. How about that? No, no, it's all good, man. There, there, could, there couldn't have been a better number one than Coronel. We all know that. Yeah, dude. You know what? Well, speaking of that, it, um, I wonder if there's going to be a, is there going to be a Coronel World Tour 2020, you think? Dude, I think he's already registered the trademark for the for 2020. So I think it's going to happen. <laughs> he already got the website, too. He got the domain <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, you know, hey, first of all, Happy New Year's, man. I know uh, we haven't talked in a little bit, but um, how, how is, how's your New Year's going so far? Yeah, man. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to everybody listening. Uh, you know, it's, it's good, man. Uh, you know, five days in and uh, it's been a, a good two weeks of family time. Uh, but, you know, yeah, tomorrow work starts and, and and the year 2020 for me officially starts tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's always the hardest part is coming out of, you know, vacation mode and enjoying quality time to going back to work, man. It's always the, the, the difficult part, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Right. Going from from waking up whenever and hanging out with the kiddos to to you know that that regimented schedule again but you know it is what it is and 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 just looking forward to the next break right so let's um let's go ahead and get right into it man let's go we have a lot to discuss you know we can we can probably take a whole hour or more but i really just want to talk about you know what happened this past year dude i mean first of all let's talk about vs podcast we started in 2019 man and we've got a lot of a lot of good response from folks from people um, you know, I think we're about to hit the thousand, the thousand listener mark. I think after this episode, it's going to go way above it because, of course, Surge brings in the people, man. You're like the ratings king. Um, no, no, man. Look, congratulations, dude. You launched this at the end of the, of the, of the year pretty much. Um, and, and, and a thousand hits already. It, it's a big deal. Um, so congratulations to you and to everybody who's been a guest on the podcast so far. So yeah, like it's, it's amazing. And, and more than anything, like I get messages from people telling me that it's so cool 
um, to finally hear the stories behind the character that, you know, that the person created when they, when they go to these Mexico games. It's so cool to hear that passion that, that they bring in and to share that common experience. And I think it makes people even more excited to come and join us at a game. So yeah, it's been awesome, dude. I love, love the podcast, love everything you've been doing so far. Oh man, thanks a lot, dude. You know, it's, it's, I think the biggest thing for me is just, you know, getting to, like you said, getting to know a lot of these members that, you know, you see online, you see through games, you see it just a little bit, you know, we don't see them every day, just to really get to know them even further and then find that we have a lot in common as well, right? I, I think it's been, it's been fun for me. Uh, we've been, I mean, we really hit it hard right off the beginning. I mean, two pod, two episodes per week. Um, I, the goal now, we're just going to go ahead and, and to, tone it down to once a week so that way we can really focus on, you know, just focus on the member, focus on the story for the week, let it soak in and then get build that anticipation for the next episode right i mean uh, what are your thoughts about moving to that format no dude i love it um i love it and that gives that gives people like a little bit more time to catch up on the podcast right like um you know some people probably can't listen to it right away the day it comes out um and so giving people a week to to kind of stay stay you know up to date with the podcast i think is a good idea um and that way they can be ready for the next next week's episode Definitely, definitely, man. I agree with that. I totally um, looking forward to that. And then just want to give a shout out to the ones that we've had. I mean, there's been a lot of good, um, you know, soldados and adelitas that we've invited the first, our first season, you can say. I like saying that. First, we're on to our second season. Um, you know, from, I would say a big one, though, one of the biggest interviews that we had came from, oh my gosh, what's our boy there from Reno, dude? Pedro. Oh, oh Pedro, dude, yeah. that, I mean, that was. First of all, I love that episode only because, you know, we got to meet Pedro. Everybody loves Pedro. He's he's well known, you know, from going to a lot of the match a lot of the matches. Right, right. But what what happened up there in Reno F C dude and what's been going on allowed him a platform to, to share and tell people, you know, their his side of the story because, you know, everybody's gonna say what they want, but we really got to hear from his his you know, from his mouth. Ese fue el motivo de, de la oficina, según ellos, querían un apoyo más sólido en las finales lo cual aceptamos, dijimos que sí, y el otro grupo dijo que no, tajantemente en ese momento dijo, no, ¿sabes qué? Nosotros no queremos, queremos que siga la división. Yeah, exactly, right? And like, you know, a guy like him um, and his group would never have a voice otherwise if it wasn't for, for the Thea's Army podcast. Um, so it was great to have his story shared, and, and I think it's important for our community because we're not just, you know, a part of the Mexican national team community. We're a part of every community, every soccer community in the U.S., um, and so what happens in one community affects us all. And so it's really important for him to get his story out. And I think it was a really well done episode. And it was great to hear his side of the, of the whole situation and what happened. Because um, I, I think it gives everybody a little perspective of, of how to approach, you know, their local soccer community as well. Yeah. yeah. And again, just give you another outlet for to have a voice and to, to be heard and to at least tell other people what's going on. So that way there's no... You know, hearsay here, you know, all these different stories going back. At least we got to hear from Pedro. And that for, for me, that was, that was really exciting because, you know, this is where I feel the podcast can also, you know, just, just add more value, right, to our members and to people in the soccer community um, is to, to give that other side, other stories that we really wouldn't have hear or heard, heard otherwise. Right. And the story that you can't really tell off Twitter, right? Like, I mean, people can tweet, people can put posts on Facebook, but you don't really get um, the passion that he had uh, for, for, for Reno, right. And for the Reno supporter group, um, until you listen to him on, on the podcast and, and hear that emotion behind his, behind, you know, how he felt left out. Yeah. Uh, so I, it was awesome. I think it was, that was a great episode, but for me, honestly, my favorite episode was Esteban de la Azteca, dude. Like that guy, <laughs> since I've been a little kid has been 
you know, like a role model to me and, and to and probably to all Mexico soccer fans. Everybody knows who that guy is. Um, so listening his listening to his history, listening to how 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 happy he is that now he's got like a bigger group to go with and and party with in the stands and and how it's not just one drum anymore, right? It's like you know five, six, seven, eight drums in the stands. Uh, he loves it, man, and he gets into it. And just hearing everything about his passion for the Mexican national team is awesome. Yeah, that that was pretty cool, man. Got to interview him and how you guys connected. Um, and dude, I I want to visit that garage of his one day. Uh, but dude, it is a museum, bro. It is a museum. Have you been? I, have I, you been to it? I've been to it. I've been to his house. Uh, I've been to his garage. He just opens up the garage and it's like walking into a museum. So, I mean, you got stuff there from like the '70s, you know, the '70s World Cup, the '80s World Cups. Like it's awesome. Like it is really cool. And there's pictures everywhere. That guy's been everywhere with La Selección. Y de una manera pues añoras el fútbol. Entonces cuando yo ya pude viajar, yo seguía mi selección. Yo a la selección mexicana la he seguido por casi casi por 20, casi por los 30 años, eh. Y nos ha dado muchas satisfacciones y nos ha dado pues igualmente muchos muchos este muchas cosas para para ponerte triste las eliminaciones. Well, again, that was another big episode that we had. You know, again, the Reno, dude, it was uh we had about 89 Almost like 90, 90 listens. Um, I hate to say this, Serge, but the second was a Coronet's interview, 83. Uh, <laughs> uh, third came Mecapi uh, from uh, the, the co-captain from um, L.A. Battalion, Javi and his cousin. Uh, oh, they got the, the, the favorite primos, man. You the favorite you primos. You can't beat them. They're hard to beat. I think we had the best uh, intro, me and El, uh, El Coronet, when we introduced them. We just kept going back and forth, giving them every single nickname possible. Um, I like to call him the dynamic duel. I like to call him the Wonder Twins. How about Bonnie and Clyde? I think Ham and Cheese is probably better. Uh, Dick, <laughs> Dick and Tracy. How about Tweedle Dee and Tweedle Dump? <laughs> <laughs> All right, give it up for our two guests, everybody. Sugar, uh, sugar and Spice. Sugar and Spice and everything nice. nice. I think that's the best one. All right, give it up for Sugar and Spice and everything nice. Javi and Rocio. What's going on, guys? I guess how he rehearsed it, right? Honestly. They came in third. Fourth was was Surge. So you made the top five, Surge. Congratulations. Yeah, and, then, uh, and then fifth was the Houston captain, Tony. Tony made the top five. La Selección also did a lot, a lot, you know, in 2019. We got introduced to El uh, Estamos con El Tata Martino. Um, that was his first year with the Selección, so that was pretty cool. Um, what are your thoughts so far on, on, on his performance and how, where he's taking the team? Dude, um, you know, for me, it's, it's El Tata and Once Mas, man. That's it. Like, I'm, with, I'm with El Tata. If he wants to bring in trophies, I think trophies will like, skyrocket to Messi-type you know, uh, potential uh, just because Tata is there. So for me, it's Tata, Once Mas. Your first year, you win La Copa Oro in the U.S. against the U.S., you come back and beat the U.S. a month or a month and a half later, dude. I, I'm happy, bro. I'm yeah. happy. I mean, what more do you want? What, what more do you want? It's a good, a good starting point, man. And this, uh, yeah. you know, 2020. I think, like you said, I, I just feel like the momentum is going to continue. I love that he's bringing all these different, these younger players and getting them involved. And he's not relying. If you don't want to come, that's fine. We, we have all this talent that's hungry to get on the field, on the pitch, and and I'm right. going to come up with the best eleven possible to make us win. Well, and, and then these mini camps dude, he, that he ha, that he hosts for you know the younger uh, Liga MX players, like that that's great. Like he he's not just thinking about the senior team; he's thinking about the Olympic team. He's thinking thinking about the U21s. I mean, he's doing things um, 
that can be felt up and down the national team chain, right? Osorio, I felt, didn't care about anything. It was just a senior team, and that's it. Yeah. I see Tata doing like foundational restructuring. Tata's the type of guy who's going to leave a legacy at the Mexican national team, I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy, bro. Like, I'm, I'm ecstatic, man. This is, this is a great coach we got. We stole him from MLS. We stole him <laughs> right underneath the U.S. soccer team. We beat the U.S. men's national team twice this year. We took La Copa Oro. What more do you want, bro? That's a great storyline, though, too, man. I, I know that you tweeted about it, too, that they had the opportunity to, to you know, acquire him. But was it because he didn't speak any, He wasn't fluent in English or something, and he decided that they didn't want him? What was the whole thing there about, man? That's just insane to me. The rumor in U.S. soccer circles um, was that he did not speak English. Wow. Yeah, exactly. The guy's coaching in the MLS. He has some basic rudimentary knowledge of English, right? I mean, they won and, the championship, right? They won the championship, and his team's played beautiful soccer. Not only that, but wasn't he a coach? Or, he coached in various other leagues and in big, big, you know, big stages. So it's like he's got. It's not like it's not like it's a risk they're taking, but if that was the only case. That's that again. You know why this is why U.S. soccer is going to continue to struggle because of those decisions, man. But let's talk dude, about. Dude, let, let's yeah. say, do you think? Do you think this time next year, halfway through the hex, right? Because we should be halfway through the hex by now. Yeah. In 2020, do you think the U.S. is is top four? No, ah, uh, I think it's close. I think he'll be top four, but it'll be, he'll be they'll be flirting between that that you know between the fourth and fifth. Yeah, that's uh, what I think too. I think they're they're gonna they're gonna be fighting for that fourth spot. I mean, they got beat by you know the Canada loss. That was impressive. I mean, they came back and beat him you know in the second the second leg, but still they were str- they're struggling in that you know Concacaf Champions League or whatever that is Nations League. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not I'm not mad about it, but you know again with Mexico with the. Let's take a quick little break and talk about who Pancho Villa's army is. We are the national supporters group for the Mexican national team here in the U.S. Our mission is to support the Mexico national team, El Tri, by uniting all fans of La Selección Mexicana in a concerted effort to increase the supporter fan base experience here in the United States. If this is you and you want to join the army, join us today by visiting PanchoVillasArmy.com and learn more about our chapters as well as events. PVA is for everyone, so if you do have a passion for La Selección Mexicana and all things Mexico soccer, and you want to connect with others just like you, visit us today. For game tickets, special events, and merchandise, visit the site and use promo code BOOST10-Sargento for a discount today. Again, that is B-O-O-S-T-10 dash z-a-r-g-e-n-t-o now back to our show what's going on who do you think was the 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 mexican player of the year for 2019 and if you were to give give an award out for the best player i think that's tough bro but i think i think if you have to base a mexican the mexican award for the year you have to base it off the gold cup because that's like the real that was a real competition we had this year here, how about, how about how about this? How about this? Not just the 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 I'm nation, torn. not the nation, not not just selección, but I'm talking all around, but club level, everything, like the best Mexico players oh, of the year. No, I think I think I think that's easy. I think that's Raúl Jiménez. Okay, there you go. I yeah. made it easy so for I, you. I think that's an easy one, right? But if you if you talk just Mexican uh Mexican national team, are you gonna go Antuna? I was thinking it's it's a tie for me between Antuna, Jonathan, and Raúl. Yeah, like I think I think all three, three of those guys were solid this year. I just I just you know Antuna had all the goals, but Raúl I mean made a lot of those chances happen. Oh yeah, one of the 
And Jonathan was just sick, bro. Like, he was just like, he held that midfield um, and orchestrated that midfield throughout the entire Gold Cup. So, like, I think those three guys, are, I'm torn between those three guys. But if you talk about everything, including club, it's got to be Raul Jimenez. Raul Jimenez, no, yeah. No yeah. one is floating like that guy is. If right you now. combine both, right, both club level and both just a selección, yeah, I think Raul Jimenez, uh, for me, takes it. Um, just because he's been all, but dude, those are solid three picks right there. I mean, they all contributed. Um, we'll see what Antuna does in 2020. Hopefully it wasn't a fluke, right? Yeah, I know you're all happy about that. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I'm happy, but are, are you happy what happened with your America, though? Hey, hey, I'm okay. Hold on, hold on. A, a moment of silence for <laughs> Snoop America. Okay. No, no, no. I'm okay. I'm okay. We, we, I'm over it. You know, um, I bought one of the t-shirts that said um, 14 Copas because I know we're going to need it in six months. So I'm good. Yeah. Well, you know, like any other team, you know, that the not America fan, they're cheering for Monterrey um, just because that's the way it's the way it works, bro. You know, you would be if Chivas were playing in the finals with anybody else, you'll be cheering for the other team as well. But, you know, it, it, they made it to the finals, man. I mean, honestly, I, I was I was impressed. I knew they were, you know, a solid team. They always, you know, they were at the top of the table. You know, they weren't, you know, killing it in, during the regular season, but they were holding strong with a lot of injuries. I got to give them props for that. They had a lot of injuries. You know, they they pulled off to the championship, man. They went to Penales. I mean, Penales, but, as we know. And, you know, that, that's your typical Liga MX, right, dude? You don't have to win the league at the yeah. at, at, at the end of the season. You just got to win the playoffs, right? And so yeah. America did what, what, what traditionally has been the, the key to winning um, championships, was just, just hang in there, you know, somewhere in the fourth, fifth spot. And then make a good run at the end, and, and they did that, and they just were they just were unlucky at the end, uh, you know, in the final game. So this is now tra- a great transition now for 2020 because I feel 2020, man. For you just say Chiva America, I think our rivalry is going to get strong next year, man. Chivas has been you know piling on players. There's just actually been spending money, which is pretty impressive. Um, now some people are debating, you know, they're not really the best Mexico players. I'm like, you know, I get it, but so, you know, you can't go and you know, buy like a Raul Jimenez right now or Chucky Lozano. You just can't get the best of the best right now, right? They're just out of reach. But for what what is available and what the market, I thought they're pretty impressive. I think they're going to, you know, really bring that rivalry. Plus, it, it would be a good excuse for us to hit out one of the Clásicos again this year. Dude, so taking off my America hat on for a second, I got to admit that Chivas stacked themselves this year so far. And if the rumor is true that they signed um, Pizarro again, then you guys ultimately have the best squad in years. Um, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see, man. Wait to see all those rumors, uh, you know, finalize and clear out for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks. I mean, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited for it. Um, again, it's going to be a it's going to be a great start to the to the league IMX season. The selection wise, the 2020. What do you what some of your predictions, man? So we talked about Antuna. Do you think he's going to continue uh, with pace or improve or actually see a decrease of what we saw in 19? Oh man, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's tough to make those kinds of predictions just because the club club play affects it affects it so much. So I, I just have to go with the you know. It depends on how um, how Chivas does. If Chivas has a breakout um, season that they expect to have based on all the new signings, then Antuna can just keep up in his game and 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 he'll be in good spirits and he'll come to the selection you know um, in good form. But I think it's just so hard to tell, bro. Like you know, a player's a player's form can. Can, can go up and down in, in weeks, right? In a matter of weeks. So I think I'm just going to be cautiously optimistic because there was so much depth, I think, created by Tata Martino over 2019 that if a guy like Antuna is not there, a guy like Cordoba can step in. Tecatito can come back. You know, I, I feel like I feel like Tata built a depth chart 
uh, with at least two to three guys deep in each position. And so I'm not worried, you know, as far as selection goes. I think I think it's I think we'll be fine, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think the the fact that adding actually Antuna has has put added pressure on some of the other players to be like, oh, dude, now we have another person, another player that can easily take that spot, and hopefully. As we've seen with Tecatito, dude, he's been off and on with Selección. Um, he's been very consistent with Porto. He's been playing very well with them, but he's, you know, we really didn't see much from him in 2019. So hopefully we get to see more of him and, um, you know, he, he can do what we, you know, know that he can do, right? Well, neither did that right defender for the U.S. national team was that nutmeg. He didn't see much of Tecatito that day either, but he was here. <laughs> he only picked the one game. That was he, a good game, he, dude. And he showed us some good stuff, man. Oh, dude, those are great games, man. Those are the ones that you just can't, you know, can't help but look over and, and share on Twitter over and over. <laughs> Let's just go now into, like, PVA stuff, man, because there's a lot that I mean, we just have some information and some stuff has already been confirmed, but there's a, bit, there's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of the year to come. Um, so what do you have so far regarding 2020 and um, games that we have access to tickets and things like that? What What do you have for the latest and greatest for us? Uh, all right, yeah, cool, man. So, like, like ticket-wise, the official confirmed um, games that, that I know of and that we have tickets for are Charlotte on March 26th, Dallas on March 29th. The dates have not been confirmed, but the Nations League semifinals are going to be in June, and the final will be at the end of June. Um, so there will be two more games played here in the U.S. Um, for Nations Cup. And then... And those are the the official confirmed games that I know of, right? So mm-hmm. that's four confirmed games. Two of them with tickets already on sale. The the Nations League we're waiting for more details, but we expect those will be on sale by you know by by March or April of this year. Um, and then um, the hex the hex begins in September, right? We we have the dates um, almost, uh, but we're waiting on a couple of um, of participants. I think there's still two more spots open in the hex. And so the Nations Cup semifinal games and final game will kind of play into that, and we'll see who makes the final hex. Excellent, man. And right now, um, can we can members right now people uh, wanting to purchase tickets for Charlotte and Dallas is that already up on our site, and they can go ahead and do that right now, right? Yeah. Okay. So Charlotte will be up hopefully this week. Okay. Um, we're still waiting for that allotment, um, but we we're going to be in the same section behind the goal. Uh, lower level, um, just like we were last year. Dallas is available for sale right now, so you can click on the website and find it on there. Um, and the important thing to know about Dallas is that they're having a party on Saturday the 28th. That party is totally free. PVA will be there, and it's with Intocable. So all you got to do is go to mexport.org, which is the official website. Click on that, and you'll find events. And go to the Saturday at Day event, which is like a, uh, a concert thing at downtown Dallas, right in City Hall. Um, and they did it last year, but they're doing it bigger this year with Intocable. Go sign up, get your free tickets, and we'll see you there on Saturday. And then Sunday's the game. We have hotel um, reserved for PVA members. You can find those hotel uh, tickets on our website as well. But we're going to be at the Marriott, which is like about two blocks from the stadium. So we'll be all right there hanging out. And those are for sale already um, on the website as well. And they're on the website now, right? Is it the one that says uh, the game tickets plus hotel packages? Yeah, exactly. Game tickets plus hotel packages. And if you only want tickets, just go to uh, ticket packages. And they're all there. Fantastic, man. Yeah, and then again, for our um, podcast listeners, for our members, um, if you go ahead and when you go and check out your check out and um, do you know, purchase your tickets or the, the hotel package, don't forget to, to go ahead and put in Boost10-Zargento for an additional discount on your tickets. All right, man. Well, that's good stuff. Well, I also see on our website, 
there's a new look. Yeah, dude. So, um, you know, we, we took a, a, another another stab at the logo for fun. Um, it's been seven years since we had the, the original logo that we kind of just did on a, on a napkin one day and kind of put it together. Um, and so we actually went and got an artist in, in Mexico who who does graphic design, and she was really, really awesome. And she kind of took all our ideas and gave us a couple of uh, examples. And, and I think that's the one we kind of chose because it has this, like, really cool – military looking eagle type font um you know and 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 it looked cool man so i think we're gonna go with that for for now um and as we create more logos and more images based on pda and you know we bring back pancho um because everybody loves pancho um this will kind of become like a crest uh for pda um and hopefully we start you know building on that and building off a new logo and people like it um, i think it's pretty cool people seem to like it so far and you can get your T-shirts with that logo on it already. Yeah, yeah, go and yeah, I see that. I'm, I really, I really like it, man. I know when you first uh, revealed it and started sending it out, I, I've been seeing nothing but positive, positive feedback and reviews from people. I really like the the, the splat of color. Um, yeah, thanks, man. And I, I think you know, um, uh, I, I think like you said, the the, the splash and contrast of the color really makes the eagle pop. Um, so you know, I, I'm happy all around with it. Uh, I think it'll look really cool as a crest as we build uh, on on the different logos and images that we use, um, and eventually it'll be on the top, you know, left hand corner uh, with 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 you know more Pancho looking logos in the middle. Yeah, no, that's, again, looks really good, and I'm still I'm, I'm pretty impressed though for the first one kind of thrown in together with a napkin and, and a friend of yours kind of that came out really good, man. I think it's just, it's going to be one of those things that's going to be iconic forever, right? Oh, actually, is there anything else we need to talk about for 2020, uh, Serge, that you can think of? I, think I don't the want to miss anything. Talk about it's rumors, man. Let's talk about rumors real quick. Oh, dude, God, can't leave the rumors out. Well, can't leave sp- the rumors speaking out. of rumors, we got this is why it's important for us to identify them as rumors because sometimes, just like you know, April Fools and things like that, we get some information that's misleading. I'm gonna give a quick shout out to Weasel for throwing me off uh, because he did a Dia de los Inocentes and uh, I did not catch it until I, I talked to you earlier and you're like, no, that wasn't, that wasn't for reals, man. When he posted that Mexico was going to play in Hawaii. So yeah, bro, did, you, did you buy travel insurance? Cause I, I know you bought those tickets. Already, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I did, I'm going to talk to Lisa and be like, you need to help me out here, brother. Uh, yeah, dude, I was, I was, I was stoked, dude. I was like, wait, what? This is, this is, uh, unexpected and, uh, pretty awesome if that's the case. I got, I got excited, man. I started already, like, dreaming of watching La Selección and, and hitting up the beach, you know? Yeah, dude, I saw your Twitter. It, it, it only had, uh, as your status, it only had Aloha and, uh, and it said out for the week. <laughs> it did, right? That's exactly what was going on in my mind. We, we so threw us off, man. I, for, for like a split second, I'm like, really? Hawaii? And then I'm thinking, okay, it can't be true. And I, I started looking around. I'm like, oh, the other one's going to it. That's where he's going. That's funny, man. Yeah, it's one of those things that honestly, I don't, I, I you know, you get cut off guard like that, man, and you and you feel like, yeah, you got me good. All right, I'll give you credit for that. I'll give you props. Well, it's, uh, it, it's believable, bro. It's believable. You know, like Mexico going to Hawaii. I'm like, yeah, I guess it could. I mean, I mean, why not, right? They can pull it off. <laughs> you know, who knows? We still might have started something, and then uh, by you know, sometime this year or next year, if it happens, we'll we'll just go back and thank them for it. You know, right? <laughs> and just to start making our own rumors and make them true. <laughs> If we're talking rumors, bro, let's 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 get into rumors because everybody loves gossip, right? We're Mexican, dude. So, so what what, what, what are some of the rumors that you heard, man? So the rumors I'm hearing, um, first and foremost, I'm hearing two European opponents for the two March games. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know who. Nobody knows who. It's still not confirmed, huh? It's still not confirmed, which is kind of surprising. I thought it'd be confirmed by by December, uh, but I'm hearing European opponents uh, for the Charlotte game and for the Dallas game. And the European opponents that are being named, uh, you have Spain in there, yep. you have Germany, you have Italy, you have I think it's um, the Netherlands or no um, Holanda. The, the Netherlands um, hashtag no la penal. Mm-hmm. And, I think Norway was the other one. I think those five teams are being mentioned um, as, as opponents for the March games. Um, so those rumor, are some rumor, those are some big opponents, man. I'd be disappointing if it's like um, I don't know what would be one that what would be a team that you'd be like, are you kidding me? They're not even close. I don't know. I guess Bulgaria maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are the five teams I'm hearing uh, for for Charlotte and for Dallas. Okay. And then the other rumor I'm hearing is we might be coming down to visit you, bro, in May. Okay, yeah. I'm hearing I'm hearing Mexico to Phoenix in May um, during that uh, – is that Memorial Day? That's, that's I, I think May. it is. I think it's Memorial yeah. Day. Yeah, I'm hearing Memorial Day weekend. It could be Mexico and Phoenix as a possibility. Um, so so that's a big rumor I'm hearing too. May is not bad. It's, it's not like a June or July. So um, if they do it, that's better. Usually when, they, when they've had games here in Phoenix, you've been out here a few times, and it's, it's crazy, dude, 120 degrees. It's not the best time, man. Yeah, no, dude, I have to cover myself in sunscreen because otherwise I'm <laughs> So that that would be great. I'm going to put that on my calendar now. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put it out there to the to the soccer gods to make that happen. Uh, yeah, so that that was a huge rumor. Some some Phoenix newspaper published an article about that. So we were all like, what? Well, but uh, again, nothing confirmed. Puro uh, chisme. You know how we chisme. are. Don't, don't. Don't don't start buying your tickets now and try to get try to get us to reimburse you. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't. And, and if you do buy your ticket, blame it on Z. Uh, he's the one who started these rumors. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Go ahead, let's do that. Let's do that. Well, speaking of another rumor, I had a rumor. There's a rumor that El, El Coronel was gonna join us today for our podcast. Did you hear that one as well? You know, I hear those rumors, but that guy's traveling all over the world, man. Who knows where he is, man? It's like it's like uh, Carmen San Diego. You just don't know. You just don't know. You gotta find him. You gotta find him. Yeah, that, guy, yeah. that guy's busy, bro. That guy's busy. <laughs> but you know, with, with him, I think um, it's very appropriate. It would have been great if he joined us because I thought I had it all set up. You know, it's, it's, Reyes, it's Dia de los Reyes Magos. The three of us would have been the three Reyes, dude. But he had to ruin it for us, and now we're down to two Reyes. Well, but the good two, right? The good two Reyes. Well, yeah, where the the Melchor and Caspar, uh, Marta <laughs> Sad was uh, out partying, and he has a hangover. Yeah, he, he couldn't make it back. He didn't take his Uber. He didn't take his Uber. Oh, well, we, uh, hope we, we hope to get you back, man. We, you've been a great co-host, um, and we can't wait to invite a lot more. Well, is there any more rumors? I'm already jumping ahead. Did I miss anything else? Um, those are the only rumors that I know of, man, um, that, I, that I've been hearing. So other, unless you know of anything, but that, that's all I got. Yeah, I can't think of any. I mean, you, you, got, the, you got them all, so he just... You, you know, you saw my thunder, dude. I didn't get a chance to put anything in there. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta, I gotta give people what they want. So I can get, I can get uh, the ratings. Yeah, I got to get the ratings. Gotta get the ratings, man. So let's actually, you know what? Before we close out, because this is what I want. I want to start, you know, um, getting members and and getting a good list of, of members that I want. And who who do you want for for a podcast, man? Go ahead and give me some uh, members that you're like want to know more about that you would like to you know have us invite do you have anybody that comes to mind oh man um put a little pressure on them so we'll be like, I hey dude sir i think i think i want to know more about my hometown pedro dude um mm-hmm. i think pedro's a, a a good one 
to talk to. Um, I think Yesenia from San Antonio is a good one. Or Yareli, I'm sorry, from San Antonio is a good one. Um, you know who's also great? I think Claudia from San Antonio. Um, she's one of our Adelitas. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, Tanya uh, from Dallas, um, you know, who, who kind of uh, heads our Adelita Instagram account. She's really, really cool as well. Um, in fact, she is actually celebrating right now because she's a Monterrey fan. Oh, so yeah. It might be a good time to talk to her. Yeah. Uh, um, Shelly helps with the with the with the with the Adelita account as well. She's really, really cool. I love Shelly um, Granados. And so yeah, man, I think I think I think I want to hear more women members. I think I think there's a lot of women out there who are like, man, that's just a barra and that's just a bunch of dudes. And we're not, bro. Um uh, I think I think some of our female members are more hardcore than we are, right? Like Lulu, you had her on last year and she she's like hardcore passionate fan. Um, so I think I think people want to hear more from our female members. Oh, uh, I just I just thought about I just thought about something. A moment of silence for the Patriots. Okay, now I'm uh, good. Poor, poor Lulu. Poor Lulu. <laughs> Lulu's been getting it all over this. this <laughs> Everybody, dude. And that's the other cool thing about PVA, right? Like once we kind of hang out of the game, we all become friends online, and and we all kind of you know rag on each other a little bit, and so it's fun. Yeah, totally fun, man. Well, again, um, again, I'm looking forward to uh, getting to know more of these members. I know as we go, you know, have the matches and um, you know get to meet new faces, uh, new folks there for that are just joining, uh, you know, PVA. Um, you know, again, can't wait to get to know them, get to know their stories, and spread that out, man. So, with that, dude, I think this is a great start to 2020 in VS Podcast. I just want to thank you for joining, Serge. I know that you're a busy guy, and you know you're getting ready to hit uh, get back to work and. Get your life back in order from you know nice vacation and time with the family. Um, just thank you for joining us, man. Thank you for uh, you know spending some time with me. No, bro. Thanks for doing the podcast. It's awesome. People love it. I love it. Um, and just keep doing great things, man. Love it. Awesome, man. Well, with that, dude, I guess we're gonna sign off, man. Um, have a good 2020, bro. We'll see you around. We'll see more of you. Hi, right, bro. See you soon. Un abrazo a todos and, and take care. All right, hasta luego.